Hello, and thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of DeRitter, Louisiana, recorded at our 10 o'clock service on Sunday, June 25th, 2017. Our text is found in the 8th chapter of Romans, verses 31b through 35 and 38 through 39. If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oftentimes when we talk to people about, or we ask ourselves, why are you here? We start to think, I think, in terms of vocation. What am I to do? After all, that is how we introduce ourselves at parties and stuff. We get the name and then we move quickly to what do you do? We talk about it in terms of our actions. We talk about it in terms of what we do. And yet, as our children have learned this week, we are not created for ourselves. We are created by God. And we are built for a purpose. And one of the purposes that we have learned this week is the purpose of hope. And in these words that Robert read to you, some of my favorite in all of Scripture, because you can hear Paul thundering away at the church room. You can hear him pounding the pulpit. You can hear him just so emphatically reminding us that we are people of hope. And right now we are in an epidemic. We are an epidemic in our society, and it is up to those kids that we just saw here to help lead us out of it. We're in the epidemic of hopelessness. We're in an epidemic that we don't have enough. We're in the epidemic that we're not good enough. We're in an epidemic where we allow ourselves to get beat down physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically. We allow ourselves to believe the lie that we're not worth anything. We believe the lie. That we must daily prove ourselves. We must daily live up to the world's standards. We must daily live comparatively to others. We live in a world that trades on your fear. We live in a world that trades on your insecurity. And sometimes these insecurities are outward. And sometimes they are inward. Sometimes we have the insecurities that keep us awake at night, our anxiety. We have those things, and we all know we have them. Whether we want to admit it or not, there's a little bit of insecurity. And what Paul was talking about today are some convictions that he has. Today I want to ask you, what are your convictions? What are those things that you are holding on to that drive your life? Are they professional? 
Are they family? Are they personal? What are those things that you're convinced of that you strive for? That you know that if you just had them or if you can just keep them, everything's going to be all right. For some, if I only had some more money, everything would be all right. For some, it would be only if I had a better job, it would be all right. For some, it would be only if I lived in a better place, but you can't say that you're in the river. That's the best place in the world. But there are some who are trapped in thinking that if only they can find a different place to live. There are some who would say, if only I could find this right job, if only I could find this right weight, if only I could find these right clothes, if only I could find, then you're convinced that everything would be all right. And yet Paul is speaking, he's writing to the letter, he's writing the letter to the church at Rome, and he's telling them of what he is convinced. And today, dear brothers and sisters, in our brief message, the question we must ask ourselves is what is it that we are convinced of the most? What is it that we are chasing? The message of hope that we have been giving and that we have heard this week is all about drilling into our children and I hope y'all by the time they come home. This message that you are created by God and you are built for a purpose. It's one of those things we may want to shuffle our kids off to Bible school and have them learn, but we know for a fact that sometimes we don't buy it ourselves. And dear friends, may no one leave here this morning without knowing that you were created by God. And you do have a purpose. You have a purpose that only you can fulfill because only you are you. Even identical twins have different fingerprints. We're all different. And Paul hits at this at hard because he's dealing with a church that is full of fear. He's dealing with a church that's fearful of its future. You're dealing with a church that knows it's fighting against everything in society. And Paul simply asks, if God is for us, who is against us? After all, God gave up His only Son to die so that all the world may be reconciled with Him and that we may find our right relationship with God. And if God will sacrifice His own Son, will He not be with us to give us all that we need? Will He not be with us to make sure that we're okay? He goes on and he says, who will bring any charge? He's reminding them that you are going to be attacked by those who are not of the church. Those who want you to buy into the lie of the world, want you to buy into the lie that you're not good enough. And that news for you, Christ has made us good enough. Of course, we're not good enough on our own, but we are made good enough through the body and the blood of Christ. And when are we going to learn this? And when are we going to live it? And that, as that, that example that we used with the bucket, thank you, Mike Clant, for being such a, a willing participant. That bucket is there to remind us that God is with us even when we cannot see. And the question we must ask ourselves is who will separate us from the love of Christ? There are so many things that are going on in our lives, in the lives of our community, in the lives of our family, in the lives of our world. Those things we talk about and those, I 
fathers. Hopefully we don't have an ostrich up there because sometimes we just want to bury our head in the sand and act like we don't deal with it. It's, it'll go away. And that's just not true. And Paul's reminding him, you're going to deal with the hard stuff. You're going to deal with those times where people are going to try to rob you of your hope. They're going to try to rob you of your future. And Paul says, will hardship or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. None of those things will separate us from the love of Christ, but what we forget is that we're not promised that everything is going to go exactly like we want it to. Nowhere in the Bible is it promised to us that while we are here, that our lives will be pain-free. No word does it promise us that we will not have anxiety. No word does it promise us that everything's going to be rainbows and unicorns. But what we are reminded is that we are created by God. And we were built for a purpose. And this is why Paul gets into his the best words of, I think, in almost all the scripture. For I am convinced I am convinced. If you were writing a letter laying out your convictions, where would your convictions lie? Would they lie with personal stuff? Would they lie with communal stuff? Would they lie? Would they be there with all sorts of other things that are up this world? Or would we find our conviction in the message that we have given to our children this week? This message that because we are created by God and we are built for a purpose, God is always with us no matter what we go through. We're never going to do a lesson where God is going to just make everything okay because life's not okay. But we're not focused on today. We're focused on a much bigger story. And that's why Paul goes through. I want you to hear this. I want you to hear these words. For I have confessed that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus only. Draw your attention to that line, nor anything else in all of creation. What is it this morning that you might be wrestling with that has you doubting whether or not God loves you? What is it that is going on in your heart and in your mind right now that has you doubting whether or not Christ is with you? What is it? What is it that is keeping us from being people of hope? What is it that is keeping us from being people of joy? What is it that is keeping us from being people who embrace the truth that our children sang about this morning? What is keeping us from living an oh happy day? What is keeping us from finding comfort and knowing that he's got the whole world in his hands? Nor anything else in all creation. Our purpose this morning. One of the main reasons that God made us is to be people of hope. People of hope. Because more than just about anything else in the world, if we can be agents of hope, if we can be agents of peace, if we can be agents that point not to what, but to whom, how much difference can be made around our dining room table? 
How much difference can be made around our community? How much difference can be made around our church? How much difference can be made in our country? How much difference can be made in the world? If we allowed ourselves to not only be people of hope, but if we discovered part of our purpose is to be people of hope in a world of hopelessness and allowing the lives that we live to counteract everything that you may believe that is not of hope, that is not of God. Be convinced, my friends, that you are created by God. Be convinced that you are built for a purpose. And be convinced that we are people of hope. And this, my friends, is the word that I share with you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to the glory of God and Father. Thank you for listening to this podcast from First United Methodist Church of Derrida, Louisiana. Find out more about us at FUMCDerrida.org or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash FUMCDR. Have a blessed day.